Today is January 16th, 2021. This is episode 105 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. Okay, today I have a few uh, different things I want to talk about. Uh, I'm finding it actually very hard. Speaking of things to talk about, I'm finding it very difficult to maintain this podcast. I feel like normally, so to give you a bit of behind the scenes, normally, I mean, between August when this end of July, when the show started and and like mid-December when I decided to switch from daily to weekly, I found it really easy to have like 15, 20 minutes in the morning every day to record an episode. And it feels like, I don't know if it's just having a son or if it's just work ramping up or if it's just a combination of everything that I'm feeling, but um, my mornings just feel so full these days. And I'm like, I've already been pushing the Friday release of the show, which I'd planned to Saturday mornings. And even on Saturday mornings, I'm feeling like if I want to record this episode, if I'd like to do some exercise, I'd like to bike for half an hour if I possibly can. Um, and then there's some work that I need to catch up on from the week. Um, it feels like it's just so full. I don't understand what the difference is between then and now, but it it feels massive. Um, so there are a few things I want to talk about, but I'm going to keep this episode relatively short, trying to stay in the 15 minute range. Um, following up on last week, when Basically, all I wanted to and could talk about was this coup attempt by um, basically white nationalists um, in the U.S. Capitol. Um, that was huge news a week ago. Like, honestly, it was massive. It was everywhere. CNN was saying that it had the highest rating since 2000. It was like higher than Fox for the first time in 20 years. Um, it was like you couldn't look anywhere and not see that. And now it feels like a week later. I don't know if it's just because my life has been really busy the last week. But I honestly feel like I've heard almost nothing since then um, about the the entire U.S. political system. Like there is still a background of news stories about, you know, like Trump moving out of the White House, Biden getting his plans already, all that stuff. It's not like there's no news, but it feels like in comparison to last week, basically nothing happened this week. Nothing super um, interesting, nothing super shocking in comparison. And like that started me thinking like, well, this seems good. There's a bunch of increased security on the Capitol. Um, people are basically being if they if like if they're trying to carry guns onto flights to D.C. in the next few days, they're just being stopped, um, not allowed to come. Like it really feels like the U.S. is pushing back against this um, basically insurrection, this coup that um, was attempted last week at the beginning. I'm intrigued to see what happens over the next few days, but it also feels like in, in line with they're not feeling like there's that much news. Um, I felt like for a long time, I was just counting the days until Biden's inauguration. But it feels like even now it's the 16th of January. It's four days away. It doesn't feel real yet. It's very weird um, and uneventful. And that was the thing that I kind of wanted to comment on, which is just that, I don't know, I really, really hope it would be great after four years of like complete chaos in the US political system in the in the US that I would love just um the most boring presidency possible. And if you want a boring presidency where like just stuff gets done and stuff slowly improves bit by bit, like Biden's your guy. He just seems like he's got it together. He's ready to be uninteresting. And I'm so I'm kind of excited just for that. But if the last week is any indication, it's that's what I'm headed. That's what I'm headed towards. And so I'm really hopeful that that's the case. Um, I don't want to say too much on the whole U.S. political thing, just because, like I said, 
it doesn't feel like it made that much news. I'm just I'm just happy for it to continue to not make that much news and to continue to be as uneventful as it has been. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, which came out yesterday, which I've been so excited to talk about for such a long time, um, is the newest, well, the first Marvel Studios TV show um, out on Disney Plus as of yesterday, episodes one and two. Um, I actually woke up early yesterday in order to, before work, watch the first two episodes of WandaVision. And honestly, I feel like I don't want to spend that much time talking about this either, only because um, it feels like the trailers, most of what the trailers were introducing about the show is kind of just fleshed out a little bit in these first two episodes. Not too much actually happens. It's mostly set up, which I think is kind of like that's the point. Um, if you think about the nine, the nine episode WandaVision arc of season one, I'm thinking about it basically kind of like a WandaVision movie. That's how I'm viewing it with a little more space to breathe. And so there are episodes that are about 25 minutes and nine of them leaves us, what, 225 minutes. So almost three hours. No, almost four hours. Yeah, almost four hours. Um, that seems wrong, but I think that's right. Um, so the. <sighs> It's basically an extra long movie split into parts, and it's been pretty clear like each part has been basically a decade so far, but I think it's going to slow down now. Um, the, the first two episodes, much like the first maybe 20 minutes, half an hour of a, of a two hour movie, have been set up like this is setting up the premise. And you can very clearly tell there's something weird going on in WandaVision in, the, in this universe that um, we don't know that much about in this world that Wanda is living in. Um, we know it's not like the real world because Vision's there, obviously, but we don't know really anything. We're starting to get little signs that something is weird. And if you've been following along with um, like prediction shows and all that kind of stuff and that that kind of media, um, you know, there are a lot of Easter eggs that have been in the trailers to pointing towards what is actually going on. Um, but honestly, it just feels like right now it's just building excitement still. And so even though um, like this is one of the reasons that I like movies and why I've gotten like I've gotten used to the Netflix model of dump all the episodes at once, let people watch it at their own speed. Um, but obviously this way is creating buzz for the show. And so honestly, I had been looking forward for months ever since they announced the date of January 15th, which I think was like October, maybe September even. Um, I've been really excited for WandaVision and I'm still really excited because I feel like this has just basically given us a taste <laughs> and shown us what's possible. But nothing has actually happened yet. And so my excitement is going to wait. It's on pause right now. It's, it's just waiting because I know I know I have another week. And I don't know if they're doing two clicks. They released two episodes at start. I don't know if they're going to do two episodes each week or if this was a special week and next week is just going to be one and there's going to be one from here on out. But that would be kind of stinky. Um, although my February, my end of January and February are going to be super busy. So maybe it's for the best. I don't know. We'll see. We're going to find out soon enough. Um, but that being said, I highly do. I do highly recommend like people are saying that WandaVision, it's supposed to it, it feels like a comedy, but it's it it has these like horror vibes to it, too. Um, everything is like not quite right. So I'm not because it's MCU. I'm not too worried about that. And we've seen like thrillers before in the MCU and they're not really like they're not horror movies. Um, but I am intrigued because I hate horror movies. I hate jump scares and that kind of thing. And there hasn't even been a whisper of that yet. But um, I don't actually know. It's it's really hard to say exactly what's going to happen because this is completely unknown, unknown territory for Marvel Studios um, movie division. So who knows? Um, the next thing I want to talk about a little bit is the the project that I'm uh, have going on at work, which has been developing pretty quickly over the last week. Um, 
we're basically in the stage where we're in the final, I'm not going to call it the, maybe not the final, final home stretch, but we're really starting to get down into the absolute details of what needs to happen before a big competition in February. And it has been um, like a really, really grinding week. Um, I had the opportunity at the very beginning of the week to sit down with my supervisor who is going on mat leave as of yesterday and my new supervisor. So we kind of had a three person meeting talking about um, my performance so far this year and, and looking forward to future years. And we basically decided and, and kind of agreed that um, what I'm working on now, which is not the focus of my main work, usually like this year has been a weird year for that. Um, that the role that I'm taking now kind of leading um, like a technical modernization and technical debt reduction, I guess, um, role should probably be a bigger part of my job in the future, like moving forward officially part of my job rather than just being something that I've kind of had thrust upon me because it I made the most sense for me to do it. Um, and so it made me it made me think that I should take an extra step this year and fully realize my career ambitions, which are to basically lead a team that works on not just maintaining the technology that we use and keeping it up, but adding to it, like building on top of what we have each year, rather than kind of having to scramble at, at the lead up to each year to address any like absolutely urgent concerns, looking ahead, like looking months or years ahead to what we want and taking the steps necessary to achieve what we want. Um, yeah, I had a huge brush with the massive amount of technical debt that, that we have in some of our programs and some of our program implementation um, procedures and things like that. Um, and man, technical debt is this weird thing where um, if you get in the mindset, whether accidentally or kind of you're backed into it, of we need to maintain what we have at all costs and and changing things is going to be drastically bad for business or bad for our process or whatever you need to do. Um, it's just a recipe for getting into technical debt. And that is what has happened. Like basically we're using some of the technologies we're using. And, and the the interesting thing about this I've, is that I'm learning more and more that your entire process, your entire workflow is only as modern as its ricketyest point. And it, <laughs> this week, the ricketiness showed its ugly head. And we're basically stuck using a lot of processes that haven't changed, like the 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 bottlenecks in the process haven't changed or, or been updated in technology since at least 10 years ago, if not longer. And that's just so weird. Like we're we're building new features into these things as necessary, like minimally, but as necessary to to cover, you know, what we need out of our grant programs. But in terms of the actual um yeah we're adding new features but when a new when a program function goes away or we stop using it it's not removed and so you end up with all these features in the documents we use that haven't actually been used by our programs in a super long time and it's very weird because you have to kind of keep supporting it even though it doesn't it isn't used because nobody is going through and actually getting rid of the old stuff and like sprucing it up it's very weird and it's had an effect on my morale at least um in that it's really pushed me to say no this is not this is not a long-term solution we can't just do the same thing we did last year because it's a little bit easier um 
that only works so long. Like it might be true that doing the exact same thing you did last year is easier. But if you extend that into the future, like if you go five years into the future and still nothing's changed, you're going to start having a bad time. And if you fast forward like 10, 15 years, you are going to be so far behind that it's going to be very difficult to catch up. And that's the point that we're at right now is that I would love to play catch up, but there's so much debt. There's so much technology backlog holding us back. And um, so my career ambition now officially on this podcast is to get rid of that technical debt over time. I think it's going to be slow. It's going to be grinding and pushing people to um, to update, but it's necessary. You're either going to keep falling further behind or you need to keep up. So um, I don't want to be the person that has to keep falling behind begrudgingly. Uh, it's not worth it and there's no real reason for it. So um, that's all I really wanted to say today. I am going to do a couple hours of, of work this morning on things that I would rather have would rather do today this morning when nobody's awake than have to spend time when my daughter's awake after work on a Friday afternoon um, after work hours, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to go for now. But thank you very much for listening. And I'll talk to you next week, probably on Saturday. Just be out. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Anyways, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.